0: following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions.
1: This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. He's
2: like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right?
1: And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa.
3: I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff.
1: Together, they form your retirement offensive line from Innovative Financial Solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Good morning,
2: Southeast Missouri. This is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions.
3: <laughs> we are the retirement people. There I missed go. it. <laughs> my, my caffeine has not kicked in. <laughs> yep.
2: So good morning, everyone. This morning. is uh, Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on KZIM, KSIM, every mm-hmm. Saturday morning. We're so glad you can join us. And uh, we're really looking forward to today's show. But uh, before we do that, we got to tell you about a few things.
3: Here. Yeah. Yeah. Just a few reminders. You know, if you haven't checked out our website, go to theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. We have lots of good information on our website, uh, information on the radio show. And if you click on that button, there's information on what we call our Retirement Income Toolkit. That toolkit's a great way to get started, just finding out about us, for one. And then two, information on retirement planning. There's good information on social security, tax planning, um, our generational vault that we offer for our clients, just good articles to get started. That is completely complimentary, so check that out. Um, And then there's information on Brock's book. So if you haven't checked out his book, check that out. The Last Paycheck is the title of the book, How to Create Sustainable Retirement Income and Keep the Paychecks Coming In. Whew, that's a mouthful when you say the whole thing. (laughs) But that is what I think everybody wants. Months, right when it comes to retirement so if you haven't checked out its book it's 65 pages you can get it on amazon it's 12.95 a copy and we donate all the proceeds back proceeds back to financial literacy programs here in our community so we keep none of that it really is just an educational tool so well, there, there it you is go. everybody's there it all. Is up to speed now there's all, the, all the infomercials the <laughs> the, the great Things we educational got going on.
2: tools that we provide that's to right the general public and that's right and, uh, but, but if you want to take it to another level, if you want to take the first step really in making sure that your financial, uh, future is, uh, looking good, mm-hmm. uh, give us a call here and we can do some planning, uh, for you start now, right? Don't wait till you actually retire to put an income plan together. Let's start early, okay? Right. The earlier the better. And, uh, so if you want to do that, give us a call at 332-7855. There's been lots of people. That have called in and said, yeah. "You know what? Thanks Rock, for calling. I yeah. uh, appreciate uh, the information, and I would like to do something mm-hmm. about and to secure the future for myself and for my family. So, anyway, give us a call if you uh, feel so compelled to do so. Yeah, yeah, so compelled to do so.
4: so. G- yeah, <laughs> you know,
2: <laughs>
3: I knew what you meant. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> all
2: right, folks. So today uh, we've got a great show. We're going to talk about we the do. cost of living adjustment for Social Security for two D." 1020. Yeah. Uh so 2020's next year, uh we've got some other things with social security we'd like to talk about because it's such an important part. You know, the foundation to any good financial plan is always making sure that you maximize your social security benefits. Mm-hmm. Um and, and and people don't th- think of that. They they think okay, well I'll just take it at 62 because who knows how long I'm going to live. Well, a lot of times that doesn't work out. Um and then I'll take it at my full retirement age. Uh, 66 or 67, or I'll take it at age 70 mm-hmm. uh, because that's the latest that I can defer. I like getting that larger benefit, but that's not always the best answer either. In fact, nearly every circumstance, those three ages that most people commonly refer to as uh, when they want to take their benefits uh, don't usually work out to be the best. You need to get what we call our optimized strategy. So you can do that by requesting our Social Security Maximization Report. Don't leave money on the table. You've worked hard for this money. You've contributed to this money. Uh, your employer has contributed to this mm-hmm. money. Let's you know, be good stewards of it. And let's maximize how much you're going to get over your lifetime. That's what I always say when it comes to Social Security benefits. If you don't learn anything, learn this here right now. Right. <laughs> which is don't think of, of your Social Security benefits as just a monthly check. And when you would like to get that check. Because everybody wants to retire as soon as possible but make a couple sacrifices, do some things, maybe work a little bit longer to be able to put more money back and to let that social security uh, benefit grow. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I'm not saying wait till 70. I'm just saying look, get a maximization report so you know when is the best time to take social security. And if it is later, if this if the maximized strategy is to wait till later, okay. That's why you saved money in your 401k. All right? So, so anyway, there's, there's options is what you're saying. There and, and are so and,
3: many strategies. And I think the other thing you're saying is, you know, have a discussion with somebody, right? I mean, don't try to do it alone. I think that's what you're also trying to say. You know, there's, there's good correct. conversations you can have around that. So, correct. Yep. Yep. So, uh, the cost of living adjustment for social security was announced last month. So that's why we thought we'd kind of talk about that today. Sure. Um, you know, just, uh, so we can kind of tie that in and then also give you a few other announcements that were just recently, um, announced for, for uh, costs that are going to change in 2020 related to Medicare. Right. So we can go through some of that too. So, but do you want to, um, Talk about the annual COLA announcement, and I think it's always a good, interesting discussion. And, you know, just tell us a little bit about this year's announcement.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Social Security uh, and Supplemental Income Benefits, okay, will increase by 1.6% for 2020. For 2019, the average Social Security check is $1,406. So you might be receiving more than that or Mm -hmm. less than that, but that's the average Social Security check. In 2020, the COLA uh, would adjust, or add, excuse me, uh, just over $23 a month to your check. Uh, so that 1.9%, or excuse me, 1.6% equals about $23 to the average benefit of $1,400 a month. Okay. Uh, in comparison, the 2019 COLA added about $40 a month to your paycheck. Mm. So, okay. you know, I think it was, what, 2.4 Ugh. or so
4: yeah. um, in 2019.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So the average long-term for the cost of living adjustment has been somewhere around 2.5%. Mm. Okay. The average? Um, the average. Yeah. And so when we do Social Security maximization reports, depending how young or older they are, the closer you are to retirement, we'll use a 1% cost of living adjustment just to be conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, but but for somebody that's a little bit younger, we might use 2%, okay, because they have more time for that thing to average out to be a little bit higher. Right. And to actually hit the average That it has been over time Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um but this will impact nearly 69 million americans and the adjustment will take place in january of 2020 according to a money.com article published after the announcement social security is giving seniors a 1.6 percent raise for 2020 this raise is on pace with a broad measure of inflation okay so if you're not familiar with what we're talking about we're talking about the cost of living adjustment Mm -hmm. which is basically the increase that you get
3: are called cola. You'll hear it called. Yeah, you hear it called yeah.
2: cola a lot. You know, we do one really good thing in our industries. We confuse the heck out of people mm-hmm. with all of our lots acronyms. of acronyms, yeah, <laughs> um, yep. and rules. And you know, anyway, so food prices have risen only moderately, and energy prices have decreased. That is good news for retirees who depend on Social Security to cover some of their expenses.
3: Is that it? You're next. (laughs) I'm next. (laughs) That is true. So, but can I add something on Medicare real quick? (laughs) Sure. Was that a weird pause? We had a weird pause. Sorry.
2: What is that called? It's not called a weird pause. Pregnant pause. No. No.
3: What are you thinking? I don't know. Anyway, 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 so I think I, you know, just recently, like literally like breaking news. Uncomfortable silence. Yeah. That's, I, think, I think it's called a pregnant pots. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Anyway. anyway, so Medicare changes for part B. So if you're currently. Yeah, everybody's thinking, oh my like, gosh, what? what happened to my signal? <laughs> I lost my signal. Where are they at? <laughs> no, we just had a, a weird moment. Um, so for Medicare in 2020, there are some pretty big changes, which is interesting based on just what you mentioned of the cost of living adjustment you said about $23 a month you know getting right. added to. So the part B premium that everybody pays right now, you know, is currently 135.50. It's going to 144.60. Okay? okay. So a little less than $10, right? And then the part B deductible that's currently 185 is going to 198. Okay. So your twenty three dollars that you just got an increase if you're on Medicare, that's usually uh, the case. That's kind of that just following the base. The so anyway, just yeah. thought I'd kind of mention those things too. They'll give so. it
2: to you, but they'll take it away. Yeah, yeah.
3: So okay. So it sounds like you know, obviously, at least, at least it's going up, right? Yeah. That's the good news. So, but I have a feeling there's probably some bad news you have to say too.
2: Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of hit on it there, but according to a recent news released by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Mm-hmm. The Consumer Price Index for two, September of 2019, overall medical cost rose mm-hmm. around 4% over the 12-month period that ended in September.
3: Yeah, I mean, this is just and that's
2: about normal. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. medical costs usually rise between, you know, uh, 3 and 6%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's basically usually double inflation. Right. Uh, along with educational costs, too, by the way, that's kind of the same thing, you know. Um, but, but, you know, yeah when you, it's amazing, it's amazing to see the, the power of this cost of living adjustments. And, um, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's one of those things. And, and what I mean by that is, is that you, you know, you, how it affects
3: everything. Yeah. You, yeah. Like
2: yeah. I worked with a couple this past week and their primary insurance amount on their social security, which is what their monthly benefit will be at their full retirement age was like $2600. Mm-hmm. Okay. We used just a 1% inflation and then of course the delayed retirement credits and it was almost $4000 a month. Wow. At age 70. Yeah. So the power of that cost of living adjustment is huge. That think yes. about it. 20 if your benefit raised $23 on the average benefit of, you know, $1400. Right. If it raised $23 every year. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I mean that's a significant change in itself.
3: Right. True. Sure. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: hopefully, you know, well, anyway, <laughs> there is a certain level of inflation that is good. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. It's okay. just hard
3: when things don't keep up pace. I think that's right. that. You that's don't
2: that. want deflation and mm-hmm. you don't want too high of inflation. Mm-hmm. Right. And so anyway.
3: Yeah. Agreed. Do we need to take a break or can we keep going?
2: No, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Okay. We're having too much fun. We're having too
3: much fun talking about social security and healthcare. I mean, that just keeps everybody wide awake. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so obviously, social security probably is going to cover the potential increase in healthcare cost, right? I mean, that's the that's the downside. Right. Because I mean, healthcare is rising faster. So
2: Yeah. Over time, um, healthcare cost uh, will definitely consume more and more of a retirement. Mm-hmm. We, we talk about, about that about a it. lot. Yes, yeah. absolutely. We do. You know. Uh, You know, we've heard different numbers of what you will pay for health care and retirement and going anywhere from Mm $250,000. And now I see one here from the 2018 Retirement Health Care Cost Data Report from Health View Services available at HVSfinancial.com that the average healthy 65-year-old couple Mm -hmm. retiring this year can expect to pay over $363,000. Wow in Medicare and supplemental insurance premiums and out-of-pocket costs during their lifetime. Okay. So that's the thing. If you, when you yeah. add all three of those things, mm-hmm. which is the, the Medicare, the supplemental insurance premiums, and then the out-of-pocket costs, some of these other estimates may only be just the Medicare and the supplemental insurance premiums. Right, so they right. They don't include these out-of-pocket costs. Well, this one does. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's 363000 instead of 285000 Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So that's a lot of money.
3: It is a lot of money. It is a lot of money, yeah. And I
2: know that people just figure they're going to finance that right from their cash mm-hmm. flow, but but seriously, you've got to make sure that this is all budgeted in for your retirement because yeah, I mean absolutely. this could this
3: could derail your retirement plan. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. agreed.
2: The report cited that due to inflation, mm-hmm. the average couple's in uh, excuse me annual healthcare cost when they are eighty five years old will mm-hmm. be one hundred and seventy percent higher than in their first year retirement, mm-hmm. so which that I mean. Over 20 years, yeah, it's gonna raise 70 percent, basically. Yeah, what
3: they're saying. And I mean, truly, you're using more healthcare in your later years too. So I mean, I I mean, as much as that's a staggering number, and you go, whoa, (laughs) I mean, that kind of makes sense. I mean, you should be, you know, needing more healthcare at that time too. So, yeah. Okay. Now
2: we have to take a break. Oh, now we have to take break. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna continue our discussion here on cost of living adjustments with Social Security, healthcare. All of these things and more. It's all next
0: on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call Innovative Financial Solutions. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 573-332-7855. Or visit us at theinnovativeteam.com. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought
2: to you by Innovative Financial Solutions.
3: We are the retirement people. I was on at that time.
2: You should try a deep voice. A
3: deep I don't have a deep voice. Well, I guess try I have it. a deeper just, voice. Just try it. Try it. We, I, I can't do it. <laughs> oh I don't even have one. She's embarrassed, folks. No, if you can see
2: I, her face right now. It's red. Is it
3: red? Is no. it really red? Oh, okay. Well, just, it Maybe. It's good for
2: comedy <laughs> anyway all right folks well listen we're talking about cost of living adjustments mm-hmm. for uh social security and 2020 and talking about how that it's going to affect your social security benefits it's going to go up and good news is is that that's going to affect everyone yeah right in other words they don't make projections for cost of living adjustments when you see your information on your estimation of benefits from social security okay so um uh, well and, and, they, and they shouldn't Mm-hmm. And the reason is because these cost of living adjustments are not guaranteed. There right, were several right. years, and the, the most recently, it was what, three years ago, there was a zero. Mm-hmm. And then two years before that, it was zero. So, you know, I mean, there's cases where there's never an, you know, you might not get an increase. Right. um,
3: And that's good not to to bank on it too. I mean, you don't want to have that as a, you know, a fallback plan and it doesn't happen. So, you know, we were talking about social security, obviously the cost of living adjustment, and then that obviously ties into healthcare costs. You know, we mentioned the new part B premium and and deductible changes for 2020, but, you know, I think healthcare is going to obviously be a big challenge for most people in retirement. So, you know, what kind of steps can people take, um, to, you know, help their income from some of these costs, you know, help protect it.
2: Well, one of the ways that they might um, be able to do that is to mm-hmm. find the right Medicare Part D drug plan. Mm-hmm. Okay, make sure that every year, every every, <laughs> every <laughs> I know That's what lottery. happens. I
3: know you were um, your, your every twain year came out that
2: your Part D plan covers the medications you need. Um, and that also could be very valuable valuable because plans often change from mm-hmm. year to year
0: mm-hmm. and
2: the list of approved drugs changes with them. Mm-hmm. So make sure that your drugs that you're taking are covered can be a very, very important step. And you know, cause look these, all these companies have formularies, right? right? Correct. And, and then there's costs associated with those drugs and, you know, it's one of those deals where the money does have to come from somewhere, mm-hmm, right? You don't, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, if you can it, it, shop these plans every year and you can do it by going to medicare.gov. That's what I was
3: going to say. You want me to kind of walk people through that? Because, sure. you know, this is something Absolutely. so I know we've kind of mentioned, but, you know. By I've been, the way,
2: folks, we have yeah, a yeah. new insurance consultant here at Innovative Financial yeah. Solutions. Her name is Miss Danielle <laughs> Elsball. So if you have any insurance needs, life insurance, long-term care. Medicare. Yeah, you need to call our office seven7855 and she can help you with all of these needs. Right, okay? right.
3: I've been really enjoying it. So we, you know, obviously, we're kind of in the annual enrollment period right now. So, um, you know, we've been talking to several people about you know things that could you know that they might need. And just as a reminder this annual enrollment period that is happening now until December 7th is only for people who are currently enrolled in Medicare Advantage plans or Part D prescription plans. So a lot of it is kind of confusing when you listen to everything on TV. It makes it sound like if you're in a supplement right now that you could make changes. That's not the case. Um, This is truly just for people who are in Advantage plans or Part D plans. So if you are in one of those situations and want some help or want us to take a look at it, give us a call like Brock said. But The Part D plans, Brock mentioned medicare.gov. It's actually a really good website. You know, Brock talks about sometimes some of the things that the government didn't get right. Um, And it is good. If you go to medicare.gov, you can click on Find 2020 Health and Drug Plans. So Find 2020 Drug and Health Plans right on the main website. And if you click on that, it's going to take you to a page that looks like you have to log in. You do not. You can click on a a link right below it that says just continue without logging in. And you can actually enter all of your prescription drugs that you're currently taking, the amount, um, the dosage, you know, all of it. And you can add it all up and then you can select up to two pharmacies that you want to compare plans for and see which plan comes first and looks best for you. It's a really great way to kind of check it out. And like Brock said, to shop it and see if things changed, um, and you can see what your total out-of-pocket cost would be for those drugs, what the deductible is, everything. So check out that website; it is really good. Look
4: at you! Do
3: you like all that information? That was a lot of information you are for you. So <laughs> smart! You have learned so much. Uh, do you have to say that about me just because I'm your wife? No. Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe yeah. <laughs> so, but it's true. It is true, and it is. And really anybody
2: good. listening to you th- th- just now. Will agree with me.
3: Well, I hope so. But anyway, it is a good website, so check it out. There are some things that you can learn from there. I'm telling so. you,
2: folks. You talk about outkicking your coverage. <laughs> this guy right here has no problem admitting
3: Aww, well that thanks. he outkicked
2: the coverage. Well, she's smart. She's beautiful. Anyway,
3: oh, thanks. Are you saying that just because we came off our 18 year anniversary?
2: Well, yeah, but yeah, you know, 18
3: years with me, and you still say that? I should be. I'm I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, I think we're a good couple. I think we're a good couple. There we go. There's our sappy moment for
2: like rolling their eyes right now. I can see somebody driving down the street, and they're like, oh my god. Well,
3: they're probably looking for the fast forward button, and there isn't. Where's the fast forward button? Well, maybe if you're podcasting us, if you're podcasting us, you could fast forward. Okay, anyway.
2: Well, that was part D stuff. So so that's good, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's good information to know. And, um, I'm telling you folks, if you don't have the right prescription coverage, oh yeah, it could really cost you a bunch of money, you know? And so that, that, that's the deal. Okay. So give us a call and make sure that you've got the right supplement. Mm -hmm. Make sure that if you're interested in an advantage plan, that you're in the right one, if it's an HMO or if it's, it doesn't matter. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. You need to make sure that you're in the right plan. Yep. There's so many things and so many plans and parts and all this And crap. they change all the, the time. changes all the time. Yep. You just need to make sure you're all in the right stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, <that>. right stuff. <laughs> the right stuff. For
3: everything. <laughs> for everything.
2: So give Danielle a call, 573-332-7855, and she can help you with that. Absolutely.
3: Right. Okay, so let's kind of move on and talk about, we talked about Part D costs because obviously that's your prescription drugs. But are there other ways to deal with potential future costs? You know that we might have when it comes to, um, uh, you know, dealing with healthcare specifically.
2: Okay. Um. Yes. So if you're still working. Yep. You could decide to utilize a health savings account. I'm sure mm-hmm. everybody's familiar with what a health savings account is. Yep. It's a HSA is, you know, commonly is what it's referred to. What you hear it called. Yep. 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 These are often available. Excuse me. These are often available as part of a high-deductible health insurance plan.
3: Aren't they all high-deductible now? Well, (laughs) There may be a few out there that aren't, but most of them are probably qualifying for that. It does have to be high-deductible to qualify for an HSA. It does. um, uh, The
2: the investment growth uh, that you have, so you can open it in a brokerage account. Mm -hmm. uh, We don't offer them here, but um, some brokerage houses do. And in and in the interest you gain in an HSA account is also tax exempt. Mm-hmm. So Which it's a great. great way to kind of you know put some money away for health care costs if you're eligible, plus then get some tax benefits out mm-hmm. of it. Okay. Any withdrawals for qualified medical expenses are also not taxed. So it is a great way to use an HSA. And you're after age sixty five, your funds can be used for any expense. So an HSA could also be used for other retirement expenses. Okay, absolutely, and it's awesome, it's awesome.
3: And the HSA carries so this is my HR background. I wish background. We could do. One, I know, I know. know. But we can't. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, the HSA just as a, as another note too that um and maybe we'll talk about it a little bit later. But you know the nice thing about an HSA is it goes year to year too. Like it doesn't have you know so some of you may be in a plan that has an FSA.
0: Right. Flexible savings. Yeah.
3: Flexible savings account. You have to use use that year to year. You know, it goes away at the end of the year. Um, But HSA comes with you forever. So you're never going to lose that money, which is great. So anyway. Yeah. Sorry. So anyway, this is obviously a valuable tool for healthcare costs. We both believe that. So you want to talk about maybe the limits and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, they do have limits. Yeah. Anything that's good is going to have a limit. (laughs) Yeah. The Roth IRA (laughs) has a limit. Right. Anything that's good has a limit. Yeah. Can't put as much as you want in there. That's right. Uh, there is a maximum contribution amount each Mm -hmm. year. For 2019, an individual can uh, contribute up to $3,500, and a family can contribute up to Mm
4: $7,000.
2: There are also catch-up provisions for an additional $1,000 a year available to individuals 55 and older, Mm -hmm. just like your retirement plans. Once you reach the age of 50, you can contribute more. It's a Mm catch-up contribution.
3: But 55 for
2: this. But 55 Mm -hmm. for this. Okay, these catch-up provisions uh, may be a wise strategy for you mm-hmm. uh, to to use as a soon-to-be retiree, mm-hmm. right? They can utilize these HSAs, um, and it's it's something you really should take advantage of if you have the extra cash flow to put into that.
3: Okay? Right, yeah. Absolutely. So anyway. good numbers. I think says are just wonderful. So oh, check into amazing. them if you're not. We don't talk about that a lot on the show, but we don't. Yeah. But, I mean, you know,
2: look, you you can use them to pay
3: for your premiums, right?
4: You know, which is awesome. You know. Yeah,
3: it's a good way to kind of, like you said, uh, especially when you're first retiring and kind of figuring out all the nuances of retirement. Gosh, wouldn't it be nice to for that security to not have to worry about some of your medical costs? So right. why right. wouldn't you put some more money away? So okay. so kind of wrapping things up on on this kind of topic. So we note the 2020 Social Security cost of living adjustment is smaller than 2019. Right. Right. It is possible you may need to examine your current retirement strategy because of the smaller adjustment. You think people need to have a relook?
2: Well, again, this is why you need to get a social security maximization report. Okay. A social security maximization report is so vital in making sure that you make the right decision. When it's talking about the cost of living adjustment, Mm -hmm. where are you at in your life to 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 project the most reasonable? expectation when it comes to these cost of living adjustments to use into your retirement income plan okay um and and so and you can look at potential adjustments or changes uh that can make uh, that you can make excuse me to improve your monthly income mm-hmm. this may include a different Medicare Part D plan Yep. as we talked or a, about yep. or a, you know Medicare coverage of some kind so you know these plans and again this is the great news about these uh uh part excuse me wow <laughs> medicare supplement, supplement. coverage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that they all have to offer the same benefits yes. these companies they're all have to offer and they have to have to cover the same things in other words i didn't say that correctly because there's not networks they can, uh, they can yeah. offer additional benefits but my point is is that they all are going to cover the same medical cost mm-hmm. okay it's just a matter of what price they can offer that premium to you uh, for mm-hmm. and so uh you need to shop that every year, just like we talked earlier about shopping your prescription plan to make sure you, all of your drugs are covered and to make sure you have a good plan. Same thing with the supplemental coverage.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So Missouri, for our Missouri listeners, has a, a, a guarantee issue rule, state rule that they have. And so you can actually shop your supplement every year. And as long as you're not changing your plan, so if, as long as you're staying in your current plan, you can shop that and change between carriers from companies is what Brock is saying. So, you know, there may, you may be able to save some money. And and go from there without having to go through any kind of underwriting. So yeah,
2: that's and that's that's huge, right? Yeah, it's a big deal. It's a big I deal. Mean, you can change and go through the underwriting. If you can healthy. absolutely. You can do that yeah. anytime. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yep. If that's anyway. something you
3: want to do, yeah. lots of options for you. So yeah.
2: All right. Well, listen, we got to take a break.
3: Okay. Sounds um, good.
2: We're gonna come right back with more discussions about Social Security, cost of living adjustments, medical cost, all these things that are super
0: super exciting. It's all next time, <laughs> the Retirement
2: Playbook with Brock and Danielle.
0: Tax planning can be very difficult and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, We have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 573-332-7855 or visit theinnovativeteam.com. Welcome back to The Retirement Playbook with Brock and Daniel, brought to you by Innovative Financial
3: Solutions. Wow, we are the retirement people. And supposed you're to co- go fast. No, your coffee kicked in majorly. <laughs> <laughs> I think our listeners are going, whoa. Well, I just thought I'd mix it up. <laughs> I know I mean, you'd like to. Why not? Yeah.
2: you could, you. get And it might wake somebody up that was listening. That's true. Yeah, they might like, Whoa, have. Whoa. Yeah. Cow, what's going on? What here?
3: happened? Yeah. What happened to that guy? So, <laughs>
2: so in today's uh, episode here mm-hmm. today, we're looking at the cost of living adjustment, or what we call COLA, mm-hmm. uh, that was announced by the Social Security Administration on October 10th. The official press release is available at ssa.gov, by the way. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if you haven't created a My Social oh, Security account. Good point. Good point. Go out there and do it. It's ssa.gov. Or no matter my, your age, no matter how old that you didn't are. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And I'll give you a couple of reasons why. If you're younger, you need to make sure that you're checking this to make sure what was reported for you in income is correct. And the reason why that's important is because your benefit in retirement is based off of the amount of income that you have mm-hmm. or that you earn, okay, up to a certain amount, which this year it's $138,000, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. okay? We'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. But my point is, is that make sure if you're younger that, it was, that it's correct. Right. And if you're older, you need to know what your benefits are going to be, you know. And, and specifically, yeah. the, real, the real important number, just so you know, that we're interested in when we're doing planning for people, is your primary insurance mm-hmm. amount. Mm-hmm. And that's the amount of benefit that you will receive, okay, at your full retirement age. So that's the that's the real big number that I need to know, uh, you know, as far when as... when you're creating things. plans. Yeah, when I'm creating plans. Yeah, what
3: so. I thought was interesting when you had me do it because when I first started with um, our business almost three years ago, which is crazy to say, um, that was one of the first things you told me to do, and I thought it was really interesting because it also shows you because you know it's based on, you know, is it 35 years of working your your top 35 yes, years of working 30 top, top 35, 35. Yep. and I remember it said if you were to stop working today, here's what your benefit amount would be so you know it kind of shows right. you where you are so right. i mean it's kind of nice to say and okay by the way and projects if you it don't out. have
2: 35 years those numbers are filled in with what
3: yeah with zeros a goose yeah egg. yeah but i thought that was so interesting
2: any amount that you make mm-hmm. would be positive for your social security benefit uh if you don't have the 35 years
3: you don't have those yeah the other thing was neat is it said you know if you stopped working today here's what you'd have it also showed if you continued working at your current Rate what it would be. So I thought, you know, it's good stuff to see. So, like I said, even if you're not close to retirement, it at least gives you some good information. So you're not, you're not as, um, clueless. Why do it. you think
2: I made you to come
3: back? To I work. know. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> it, needs I some, it needs some social security. Need fill in those zeros. <laughs> fill in those zeros. There so it is. She's hard at work here <laughs>
2: and contributing to the, your retirement there, plan. And here,
3: so. Yes, that's correct. That's anyway. correct. Doing all the things you're supposed to do. So, right. okay. All right. What do we, what do we talk about what now? you preach. Folks. That's exactly right. That's what we do. That's right. But that's anyway. right. So what are we going to talk about next in this so, segment?
2: Uh, yeah. So we've already covered the, the the first change in this mm-hmm. segment we're actually going to turn our attention to another resource that looks at the impact of changes to social security in 2020. Mm-hmm. So 7 changes to social security in 2020 okay. was published in October by of uh, this year by the Motley Fool. A lot of people are probably familiar with that website. We use that one so quite a bit. We yeah. Do. Mm-hmm. So let's examine some of the changes mentioned in the article in more detail. Okay. The first change is the one we've already mentioned, the 1.6% cost of living adjustment. Yep. So on an average benefit of fourteen hundred dollars per month, you're going to see a twenty-three dollar per month on average increase in your Social Security uh, check. Okay. Uh, So the second change mentioned in the article deals with the full retirement age, for only the tenth time. Tenth time was that hard to say? It's hard to say. say. Tenth time, yeah. Only the tenth (laughs) Time. time. Yep. Sometimes you just got to slow down. You do, you do. Since Social Security was made law in 1935, the full retirement age is increasing. So the full retirement age, which is sometimes also called the normal retirement age by Social Security Administration, Mm -hmm. is the age that the worker can receive 100% of their monthly benefit. Your full retirement age is determined by the year of your birth.
3: Okay. So obviously this is a pretty big change we're talking about. You know, years, days, months. What are we talking about here?
2: So, for 2020, the full retirement age has increased by two months for those born in the year 1958 or later. Okay. So, it was 1956, by the way, before this. This means that anyone born in 1958 will need to wait until they're 66 and 8 months to receive 100% of their benefit. Okay. If they choose instead to file between age 62, which is the earliest you can file for your benefits, Mm -hmm. or any time before age 66 and 8 months... They will receive a reduced monthly benefit.
3: Mm. I think this is important uh, where you tell your story, too. You worked with a client not too long ago who only had to hang out a couple months, right, to get there full and didn't realize that. Didn't, that's correct. Yeah, that happens a lot because because well, these weird and days here's and the months. The other
2: thing is, is that you've got to watch, uh, you know, sometimes if you make too much money, if you're still working mm-hmm. and you're Good not point. full retirement age, that's yep. the real big deal. Yep. Because then you're looking at withholding benefits and it's just a, it's just a mess. Yeah. Right. So yeah. if you're that close and you're retiring in the year and then, you know, we do have the, the lower threshold and the higher threshold mm-hmm. for income, uh, if you're working, for right. For income, if you're still working. So, you know, that $17,460 or. Uh,
3: I was pretty close. I don't know exactly what it is, uh, but my yeah. Tax sheet is over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me see if I can get it to yes.
2: You? yes. Throw it over here real quickly. All right. Let's see. I'm going to see how you're. Oh Lord. Skills. All right. Here we throwing go. Skills. Oh, not bad. Okay. Not bad. Don't <laughs> no, mind. Not bad. Okay, I just thought it. Okay. So, um, the number for Social Security for 2019 is 17,000. I switched the numbers. You, yeah. I said 460. It's actually 640.
3: Okay, you were close though. I was. You had all the numbers. <laughs> but
2: in the year that you reach your full retirement age, okay, you can make up to 46,290 dollars. So in this particular case mm-hmm. that you're referring to, mm-hmm. she was making, she made over that. Right. And so she was looking at dealing with withholding. Okay. And so so once she reached her full retirement age, I said, okay, now we can take benefits. Because it doesn't matter. So let's wait just yeah. a few more months. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and and by the way, you're getting an increase. Right. <laughs> you're getting the delayed retirement credit for, yep. for, for holding off as well. Yeah. So anyway, in that particular case, it made a ton of sense to just hold off for, for a couple more months. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. So... So we do so, Okay. Oh, so, so it's not, you know. So anyway, 1958. Your mm-hmm. full retirement age uh, is now 66 and eight months.
3: Okay. Good to know. Okay. So obviously timing is pretty important with Social Security. And by the way, oh, you got something else to I say? I was trying to cue you into the next thing. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> What's your by the way comment? Well, I
2: mentioned earlier that you know your benefits based on how much you make.
3: Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, you were looking at the income limit. Yeah. Yeah. That you're so, actually taxed for Social Security. That's exactly right. Yeah. And yeah. so
2: what I was looking at was to make sure that I was right in that dollar amount. Yeah. Maybe we need to just have a segment that talks about the errors that <laughs> the
3: uh, show. No, you usually find them. You're nice. pretty you're pretty darn close. But you anyway. just didn't have your sheet in front of you. So I did not. Yeah, the income the income limits for social security tax. Yeah. Is that what you were looking yeah. for? Yeah. So I've got it right here. Did you find it? Um,
2: okay. <laughs> well, holy cow
3: um here's the uh here's the here's the other pause again
2: yeah this is the uncomfortable
3: <laughs>
2: i know that's what it's called by the way yeah well my I, goodness why can't i find this one?
3: yeah i know um I all know right anyway it. let's move on okay i'll, I'll come back so we'll find it we'll yeah, we'll, we'll come it. back yep. so obviously we we're talking about timing you know we know that timing is very important with social security
2: right yeah so timing is something that should be considered when thinking about filing for social security mm-hmm. look there are only three things that will determine how much you get out of Social Security benefits. Okay? hmm So, the first one is how much you earned over your working career. Okay? Okay. Uh, number two is how long will you live?
3: And we all know that answer.
2: Okay. So, think about <laughs> this. So, let's say you come to my office and you're 62 years old and you're right. going, well, should I take my benefits now? And and I'm going to say, well, uh, Maybe. Mm-hmm. first of all mm-hmm. but but my point is there's three things that affect your benefit and and the first two you can't do anything about in other words you can't go back 20 years and say oh actually i made 130
4: thousand dollars.
3: right you know, not right not, not, you not, can't 70, change 000. can't right. change your income you
2: can't change your income once it's done it's done you can't you don't know when you're going to die right and so the third thing which is the most important thing that you actually can't control is how and when you elect your benefits. Yep. That's why timing is so important. It is. Okay? Yep. And, the you know, the the full retirement age for anyone born after 1967 or later is 67, by the way. hmm And so it's not uncommon for many people to still think 65 is still the retirement yes. uh, age. But for many of our listeners,
3: that's not the case. That's true. That's so true. Okay? Well, and you get confused with 65 and Medicare, too. Well, it's, you know. Exactly. That, yeah. Yeah, that's your Medicare eligible. There's
2: a reason that most people don't retire Mm -hmm. before age 65. Absolutely. Because that's still considered 65, by the way, in our industry is not and I'm not talking about Social Security. Mm -hmm. It's still considered sixty five is the normal retirement age. Okay. So when you're doing income planning and you're doing distribution planning, people still think sixty five is still the 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 magical age. And it could be the time that you take your social. So so Here's what's not confusing, but here's where I think some misconceptions come in, Mm -hmm. which is, hey, uh, my full retirement age is 66, so therefore that's when I'm going to retire. You can go ahead and retire at 65, live off your assets, Mm -hmm. and then turn on your Social Security. So you don't have to take your benefits when you retire. It's not an all or none. And and, (laughs) and so there's three things, right? There's there's your Medicare, so now I can afford to retire from a healthcare standpoint because now I'm going to be on a supplement in Part B. And that's you know three hundred bucks a month, mm-hmm. maybe three fifty with Roughly. my prescription plan, yeah. whatever depends on what all so, you need. Yeah, exactly. So now I can afford to retire, but now do I have the amount of mm-hmm. assets to be able to wait on Social Security? And and can I live off Social Security? Maybe not. So maybe we should defer that. And then guess what? We throw in the wrench of taxes and the you know taxability of your benefits. It, it can be very confusing.
3: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there. There is. There's a lot a lot coming at you. Trying to figure it out too.
2: It's crazy. Okay, so 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 that's why you need a financial services professional Mm -hmm. that can help you uh, work through all of this stuff. Absolutely. So, by the way, it was driving me crazy.
3: I was going to say I found it too. I found it. I got it. (laughs) Oh, you got got it. it. I got it. How? But I found it too. We could both find it. Okay, it's one hundred (laughs) thirty-two thousand nine hundred
2: dollars. Yep. So that's the most of your income that will be subject to the FICA taxes to help fund Social Security. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you contribute six point two percent by the way of your salary. Uh, so the maximum on that would be $8,239 and 80 cents. Mm-hmm. But think about that. That's how much you're putting in an account. So if you put that in a 401k, you know, you would expect right. it to be a fairly large sum. Well, guess what? It ends up being a large sum that you will collect and benefits if you live to your normal, you know, life expectancy. Absolutely. Um, and so your employer also pays, so there's $16,479 going into the system. For someone that makes 132900 mm-hmm. or more.
3: Yeah. yeah. So that's that's pretty significant. That is. That's a nice chunk of change so going
2: back. That's what I'm saying, folks. You paid into the system. That's a lot of money over time. Mm-hmm. And if you consider inflation, if you consider compounding interest, all of these things, you need to maximize your Social Security benefits. Absolutely. All right. got to take a break. We're going to finish up with our last segment mm-hmm. here on the Retirement Playbook. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook. <laughs> Wow. Okay. We'll see in a few minutes, folks.
3: Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 573-332-7855 or visit us online at theinnovativeteam.com
2: all right welcome back to the retirement playbook <laughs> with brock and danielle brought to you by innovative financial solutions
3: we are the retirement people we're still laughing at you your closing need,
2: you need to have more energy more on energy oh. oh no we are we are the retirement. come on come on do well, it I, I
3: had more energy the last time come on do it again we are the retirement people yes <laughs> is that yes. better yes let we get my cheerleader my chaffy there cheerleader out yeah and exactly. get my cheerleader going so right there it is.
2: Shout out to all the Chaffee people. I
3: know Chaffee cheerleaders. Right. So
2: yep, there it is. Let's uh let's finish up our last segment here. Okay. We've got about ten minutes or so, and okay. um uh we want to get into finalizing the discussion about cost of living adjustments mm-hmm. with Social Security. Uh, the last month, they announced the Social Security Administration announced what the cost of living adjustment will be mm-hmm. for 2020, which is 1.6 percent, which for the average benefit of fourteen hundred dollars. That will be an increase of twenty three dollars, and so obviously, if your benefit is more than that, that is a uh, bigger uh, number. Yeah. So the uh, percentage. same percentage mm-hmm. of a bigger number is a bigger
3: number. <laughs> so there's your math lesson for the day. <laughs> your small math yeah, lesson. So we call new math. And there he go. Yeah.
2: So uh, yeah. So, so anyway, uh, we've been talking about that. We've been talking about health care and uh, just in retirement in general as it relates to these things mm-hmm. and so uh, it's been a good show yeah and, we've had a lot of uh, we're going to finalize it here with some more uh good information so yeah go ahead,
3: yeah so i think most of our information is covered you know um a large portion of our audience that's listening right but i think the next that next change that the article mentioned may not you know pertain to everybody but let's talk so about so yeah that. we're
2: still talking about this motley fool mm-hmm. article that that you know the changes coming for 2020 for right. social security the next change mentioned in the article is likely going to impact a smaller group mm-hmm. in 2020 well-off retirees will be able to net more each month from Social Security the maximum monthly benefit is increasing by 150 dollars mm-hmm. so the maximum uh benefit now will be over three thousand mm-hmm. uh, dollars this will increase this increase will provide an extra eighteen hundred dollars a year for top lifetime income and uh contributors mm. okay okay so that 6.2 or 12.4 total so, what I'm referring to is you're contributing 6.2% of your salary to the FICA taxes for Social Security, and so is your employer. hmm
4: hmm
2: And if you're self-employed, like we are, we get to pay both.
3: <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Super <exciting. laughs> Yeah, that's always so Can fun. Can we not,
2: like, you know, come up with, like, people that are self-employed, like, a compromise here? Uh-huh. Like, I don't mind contributing both as an employer yeah. and employee. Yeah, yeah. But, like give us a little bit of a break
3: Well, you would have put that much you would have put that back anyway saying that that's the percentage you need to put back
2: right but I'm already that has nothing to do with no, me though no like, well like but I'm let's, saying let's get a compromise for self-employed people like okay I get it I'm gonna I'm an employee so I'm definitely doing 6.2 right but for my employer portion can I get a break oh like, a, like give me a three percent break no no no. Because I got to pay for everybody else. Yeah. yeah okay. Right. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> okay. On the flip side, higher income working adults will see their payroll taxes on earned income, meaning wages and your salary, increase in 2020. hmm And so uh, in 2019, again, it was 12.4% uh, up to the $132,900. dollars
3: mm-hmm. That we had to find earlier. <laughs> that we had to find earlier. Yeah, we got it. Yep.
2: Yep. And so now that's going up. So... If you earn over that, uh, you're not subject to the FICA taxes, the 132.9. but now in 2020, it's going up to 137700
3: mm-hmm. That you would pay those. Yeah. yeah. So there's an okay. additional
2: $4,800 mm-hmm. that are going to be subject to the FICA taxes for 2020. Got it. Okay. So that's a pretty big increase. Yeah. Yeah. That's you a pretty know, good one. I mean, that so... thing's going to keep going back up. And listen, there's going to be some more changes. There's got to be changes. More of your income is going to be subject to FICA. Uh, the re- full retirement age is going to continue to go up. In my, these are all my, mm-hmm. yeah. my opinion, your opinion. Yep. Um, and and because you know, I mean, people see the statements. Yeah, yeah. And if nothing changes by 2033, it
3: they, won't. Yeah, we won't have the full amount. We yeah. won't have the full amount. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So, folks, there's going to be some more changes. They're going to have to come down the pike. It's just a matter of when these people get their stuff together to actually do something about it right so, right right
3: anyway. so um you know if, if we're gonna, gonna go a little faster here to get through some of these things but if you want to revisit some Are of you these other that I'm going you're a slow. little too slow yeah we gotta do a few more things to get wrap it all up so if you want to revisit any of our earlier segments we've talked about you know um this article and referenced it so let's let's dive into some more of the article if we can so uh
2: sure yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs>
3: are you there yeah. <laughs> i kind of sped through a few things i want us to get there so okay. um more into the, the motley fool article yeah yeah
2: so um so let's continue the next change mm-hmm. doesn't affect um retired workers um but you may know that social security also provides support to disabled workers mm-hmm. and currently there are 8.4 million disabled workers and roughly 1.6 million spouses and children, by the way, of those disabled workers, receiving monthly benefits from Social Security. okay. Mm-hmm. As part of their yearly update, Social Security also adjusts the monthly earning thresholds for these individuals. In 2019, those receiving disability benefits could earn up to $1,220 a month before their benefits would be impacted. That recipient was blind, it, or excuse me, if. if that recipient was blind, however, they can earn up to $2,040 per month. Okay. So both of these figures will change in 2020. Blind recipients will be able to earn $70 more each month, and non-blind uh, beneficiaries will be able to earn $40 more per month before their Social Security disability income is impacted. Okay. Good. So just an um, u- update there. So you know, yeah. there's there's people, you know, have different feelings about these kinds of things, you know. Um, as far as working and receiving disability benefits, but the fact is, is that these benefits are available. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: So
2: if that's something that, that is available to you, you need to make sure you maximize those benefits as well.
3: Right. Okay. All right. So we've done five of the seven, I think. So let's try to see if we can get through the rest of these. (laughs) (laughs) I'm moving you right along. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: All right. So here we go. The next change deals with those who file early for social security. Okay. Filing early can have some negatives, most notably the last drop in their monthly benefit mm-hmm. amount, mm-hmm. right? Because of the withholding. Uh, the the Another challenge can be the retirement earnings test. This test impacts those who file for Social Security, but, but plan on continuing to work.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So if you file before your full retirement age and make more than $1,520 a month in 2020, the SSA may withhold some of your monthly benefit. This threshold is an increase over 2019 by $50 mm-hmm. per month. Which is what we talked about earlier. Or $600 per year, by the way. Yeah,
3: we talked about that a little bit okay. earlier, what that those amounts were. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, now that's, you know, $17,640, and now yeah. it's going to be over 18000 right? that you can earn. Yeah. Uh, so there is a threshold. Uh, there is also an increase in the threshold if you waited to file for your full retirement age. In 2020, you can earn up to $4,000, well, $4,050 per month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm in the year that you, that's that higher and threshold, lower and th- higher threshold that we talked about. Yep. Yep. And the higher threshold is the year that you turn your full retirement age. And now you can make up to, uh, 48,600.
3: Okay. okay. Yep. Uh, adding that it, in.
2: Yeah. And it, for 2019, that was 46,290. Okay. So that's a, that's a pretty good increase. That's an know. increase there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: So you know what happens if you we talked a little bit about this, but if you want to briefly kind of tell people because you know you kind of go well okay well, yeah that's maybe I will do it right maybe I will go ahead and do it anyway. What's really going to happen to me? You want to talk about how the benefits are really withheld? What what we mean when we say that? If you make more that kind of thing, how it works?
2: Right. So um, yeah, if we're going to talk about the thresholds, we need to right. talk about what happens if you exceed those Correct. thresholds. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So um, like many things with Social Security, depends on when you filed. If you filed before your full retirement age on that lower threshold, the SSA withholds $1 for every $2 you earn above the threshold. Okay? So if you earned, say, $25,000, you are now basically a little, like, around $7,000 over the lower threshold. Mm -hmm. So they're going to withhold $1 for every $2 of that (laughs) $7,000. Yikes.
3: Okay? (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. All right. So, but if you waited to file until your full retirement age, they will only withhold... $1 $1 for every $3 in earnings. Okay. So that $48,600 number, let's say you earned $60,000. So you're basically, you know, $11,400 over the threshold. They're going to hold withhold $1 for every $3 of those earnings. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so. so you get another benefit for waiting right. to file until you're full retirement age. There's no doubt about it. Well,
3: the whole point is they don't want you to turn Social Security on until you're ready to retire, right? I mean, that's the point. That's <laughs> correct. I mean, that's the that's the reason for it, right? So obviously, I think there's the timing is important, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
2: absolutely. Yeah. Um, that leaves us with one final item of the seven okay. changes. Social Security isn't something that you receive just because you're an American citizen. Mm-hmm. You must work to earn your monthly benefit in retirement for those Uh, to qualify for those benefits you will need to have accumulated 40 lifetime worker credits and you can earn up to four of those credits in one calendar year Mm -hmm. so that basically means you um, uh, 10 years if you work 10 years and earned enough in those particular quarters that they refer to or credits Mm -hmm. um, then then you will be eligible for benefits.
3: I think you uh, can tell us some of those numbers what are those numbers you have to earn I think that's Important for people to kind of hear. Yeah. So
2: uh, it's all based off their earned income. Mm -hmm. For example, $1,360 in earned income equated to a lifetime work credit in 2019. Mm -hmm. So that's per quarter. So a year's worth of credits came to $5,440 for the entire year. Okay. Okay? So that's how you get those credits. Got it. All right. Well, that is all the time we have for Woo, this week's and we show. we made it. We, we made, made it. it. We got to all seven of these things. It's awesome. I had to speech so, it through,
3: but we made it. I know it. I
2: know it. So, folks, thank you for listening to our show this Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Uh, we really appreciate it, and uh, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you for listening to The Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone.